That sound, wind whispering past a microphone, isn't just any sound, because that isn't just any wind. That is the sound of wind on Mars, captured by Supercam's mic about 18 hours after NASA's Perseverance rover touched down on the red planet. Until now, that sound had never before been heard by human ears. And there are many more brand new sounds to come. The microphone will deliver many more over the course of the rover's mission, each one of them a key piece of data that will give us more information in the signs of ancient life on Mars. I'm Lexi Petronas from the Los Alamos National Laboratory Public Affairs Office. Join our scientists as they receive updates and information from SuperCam and Sherlock, Los Alamos' developed instruments on the Perseverance rover. Roger Weens, Los Alamos scientist and principal investigator of SuperCam, explains why the instrument is so much more than just a laser or just a microphone. I'm Roger Weens. I'm the principal investigator of the SuperCam laser instrument on the Perseverance rover that just landed. SuperCam is a geological observatory. When you talk about an observatory, usually it's with respect to astronomy because it's a telescope looking at the stars. But SuperCam actually has a telescope but it is so that we can look at the rocks and the soils around the rover uh, and, we, and that light that we get back from these laser techniques tells us uh, a lot about the properties of the rocks, their chemistry, their mineral properties, and then a lot of times, or at least with this microphone, their hardness and potentially whether they have weathering coatings on them. The microphone on SuperCam, um, we wanted to, it's a latecomer. We wanted to add it and give the public the feel for the sounds on Mars, which had never been heard before. But actually, it's an interesting story. NASA actually said, well, you need a scientific justification, a scientific reason for having this microphone. So we went back to the drawing boards. What did we do with a microphone that is really scientifically interesting? And it turns out that when we fire the laser from this telescope, uh, it makes a zapping sound on the rocks. And that zapping sound actually tells us some things. It'll change if we're in or out of focus, but beyond that, uh, it'll tell us if we're actually starting to profile into the rock. If it's a hard rock, we don't go in very far, but we can't really see that uh, looking straight on. And so the sound that we get back from this rock from multiple laser pulses, if it's changing, it tells us the rock is softer. Or it may tell us there's a weathering coating on the rock. So all of these important things we'll get from this microphone. Beyond that, we can listen to the wind, and so we'll hear a gust, for example, if it's coming past. You know how wind sounds with your ears. And uh, then there's the sound of the rover. And that can be very useful as well. You know, if something starts to break down, a lot of times it'll make a different sound, like a squeaking sound on something. And so we'll be listening to the rover. The first recording of SuperCam's laser firing on a rock target on Mars came on Sol 12. The target was about 10 feet away from the rover. In this recording, what you hear is the first time we've used the laser and listened to it on Mars. So you just hear sort of a tick, 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 tick sound. And the sound propagates uh, more quietly through the Mars, the thin Mars atmosphere. But we are listening to those little uh, plasmas. I, I actually mention it a little bit as a very tiny version of lightning and thunder. All right, there is a little flash, and then you have a very tiny ticking sound as that plasma is created. 
Now, back to that whirling Martian wind. What can that tell us about Mars? We've heard the wind in a couple of our recordings already. And so you're, uh, you're sometimes just listening to it, and then all of a sudden you'll hear this gust, a little bit of gust. And it's not exactly the same as a, the Earth's sound of wind, but it's sort of like it. And so we're going to be studying that over time to hear how the wind goes. When is the windiest time on the, on, uh, on the surface? When does it die down? Is the rover creating some turbulence? Things like that. We're just getting started in really trying to understand Jezero Crater, which is uh, the place of an ancient lake on Mars. And in fact, we can see part of a delta geologic formation where the river delta was coming in. It was depositing material from upstream. And so we're just getting started with this. We're going to be analyzing all of the rocks along the rover's traverse for the, the way they look, for the way they have their chemistry, their mineralogy, and their hardness and weather encodings. All of that, and then looking beyond that, potentially to try to see if we can find organic materials. And it's all part of the package that we do with this geological observatory called SuperCam. Mars Technica is produced by Los Alamos National Laboratory. Joey Montoya is producer and editor, Lexi Patron is writer and host. The special contributor, Laura Mullane. An additional thanks to Scott Falk, Charles Poling, Camille Dixon, and Arthur Bishop. Find out more about the laboratory and its mission at www.lanl.gov.